0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to part two of episode three of the Big Sin
1: podcast. <laughs> what? You're gonna threw me off. Why? I just did. Why? Sorry, but do you think so? <laughs> I will say nothing.
0: <laughs> I'm your host, Sinji, with me my co-host Big Tone Sun. And our special guest, little little Mario. He's been through so much over the years of his creation. But um, nonetheless, we're gonna talk about memorable games this part and with probably some segues I mean, we had plenty of segues in the last episode we started off with a segue you can thank me for that but um yeah memorable games so let's all um, start reeling really off the list what are some of your most memorable games from your childhood not even just childhood just like games that leave the everlasting timeless impression on your soul uh
1: yes. so one of them is halo 2 I'm not a huge Halo fan. I actually kinda think the games are a little stupid, in my opinion. But Halo 2 was one of my favorite games because back in like, starting like 2006, my homeboy, LJ Smith, had his own apartment. Like his parents owned a condo, so he had the downstairs all to himself, his parents had the upstairs. So almost every day, we would meet up at LJ's house. And we would all play Halo 2 all day, all night. And we would drink. While doing it. So we usually had back like... back from YouTube. No, mm? yeah, why are you activating my phone, dog? So we usually had like... It was usually five or six of us, right? So we had a rule. If we had five... Whoever got the lowest amount of kills had to pass off the sticks. If we had six people two people with the lowest amount of kills had to pass off the sticks. Usually, it was only Randy passing off the sticks. But, you know. Trash. It is what it is. But that, that was Trash. probably one of the, my most memorable games because I actually, you know, we didn't play online. We all came together and we would game all night long. It was just me and the homies. And that's that's something I miss so, so much. That We used to do that all the time. Man, it was so fun. Um, Grand Theft Auto 3. Because I played first Grand Theft Auto Well, De- here, here.
0: Let's do, let's do one and one. Like, you do one and then I'll do one. Okay, so good.
1: So, my
0: only actual memory of Halo is going to my boy's house. And it, it, Halo just seems like one of those games. The most fun you'll have of it, with it is with friends. Yeah. So... Um, my boy, Askia Cruz. Um, shout out to Askia man. I, I tried to get in contact with him after high school. It just doesn't seem possible. But like, I hope he's doing well. Um, that 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 was my boy, man. Uh, we would go to his house and um, he would he he was the friend that like, he would try to stay over my place. I try to stay over his place. You know, we 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 would swap games and whatnot. And Halo Three, man, had some fucking fun with Halo Three. To the point where his mom, like, came out. Because, like, you know, you come through with that energy sword. And it's like, you know, it's a one-hitter quitter. You pop that corner, see so you do it with an energy sword. Ah! You just scream involuntarily. And mom comes out. Shut the fucking game off. I'm like, damn. I'm at the yelling stage of this relationship, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I can get that smoke, too. Damn. But, yeah, I'll put Halo 3 up there. Even though I'm not a big Halo guy. I'm not even a big Xbox guy in general.
1: Yeah. You know what, I even put Halo 3 on there, and it's not from playing the game. It's actually for the midnight release of the game. Now, when Halo 3 first, when it it was releasing, back in the day, GameStop used to do the midnight releases. So I remember for Halo 3, the line was damn near wrapped around the building. And I'm not talking about, you know how now it goes from GameStop all the way down towards that gym? Mm -hmm. Back then, it used to go from GameStop all the way past ShopRite. That's how they used to do it. So the line was literally all the way down towards the end of the shop, right? Me and my homies, we, had, we were kind of toward the front of the line. We got there like four, four hours early. And what made it so memorable was, memorable was we actually, we, we, you know, we, I'm not the most outgoing person. I can be, but I'm not the most outgoing. I don't like meeting new people or talking to strangers. I think that's why we get along. Probably. I
0: think so. I think so.
1: But this particular night, man, we just... There was a... How old was I at the time? I don't I was probably 21. So, there was people that were about my age. A couple guys that were like maybe 16, 17. You had players, guys from mainland football team coming out to get this game. So, it was a huge football game that started in the parking lot. Huge football game. So... My one homie who didn't want to play football, he held our spot because there was, like, six of us out there. So he held all, all of our spots. We out in the park lot playing football, while out, having a good time. But that's that's the only reason why Halo 3 would be memorable to me because that night for, like, four or five hours, we were wilding the fuck out with, like, 20, 30 other people. And that, that night was fun as hell. All
0: right. Well, um one of my favorite games growing up was um you know what it's hard to pick between them so i'm just gonna say the spiral series the trilogy the entire trilogy i loved every game i don't know how i played one and two because i didn't own the games at all like i just somehow found a way to play games I don't know I mean. like it was just it would just happen like and i and like I never owned these games but like I remember them so well and like back then we didn't have like well, maybe youtube was a thing but i didn't know about it so like i definitely played them but spyro was like my favorite game growing up i know like with playstation it was either like spyro or sonic i'm no, done not sonic uh, spyro or crash wow, I said Sonic. um and spyro was my my game like i did play crash but crash was more so like my mother's favorite and i would play when i like visited my mother she had a playstation one two at her house so, um, but, like, Spiral took the, the top of my
1: list for, like, childhood favorite. Uh, mine would have to be Resident Evil 3. Coming soon. I love Resident Evil 3. And a lot of people thought that was, like, back then, like, that was one of the weakest Resident Evils. To me, it was one of the best. Like, you, you could find regular boxed ammunition or you could make your own ammunition i thought nemesis nemesis is the best villain in any resident evil game he it was just relentless and plus this was different like you had the um, the quick time um selection where you could do one thing or do the other but then whichever one you choose it would change the course of the game like i think one section was, the very first one you have to make is either you stay outside and fight Nemesis at the police station or you just run inside. So, um, I don't know too much about Resident Evil
0: 3 and, um, to to go on a side note a little, we do have, like, this race coming up soon where we're gonna be playing the, almost all of the Resident Evil games in order. We're leaving out the Revelation series.
1: Basically, whatever's canon. So you're looking at Zero, one, two, three, Coferonica X, uh four, five, six and seven.
0: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be racing them so you can finish it the fastest. It's gonna be a long process. Um a lot of, a lot of a lot of money on stake. It's gonna be like twenty dollars, ten, twenty dollars every two weeks. Every time we get paid we're throwing money in a pot. Basically. So uh, kudos to whoever wins. But all I really know about Resident Evil 7, uh, not 7, I love 7, but all I really know about Resident Evil 3 is that, like, Ray, Ray told me that anytime you drop Nemesis, like, you never have to fight him towards the, around the beginning when he shows up, but if you do
1: fight him, he always drops something useful. It's only if you play on hard mode. Only if you play hard? Only if you play on hard. Hard mode really isn't hard at all. Like, when I first started playing it, I was, I was really nervous to play on hard mode. I always played on, I always played games on easy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as I got older, I just left normal. And then probably the past six, seven years, I've just been playing on hard.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But, yeah, that was the first game I ever played on hard. And there was only two times that I could actually kill him. I felt comfortable killing him. There was one where you electrocuted his ass. And I forgot what the other time was that you dropped him. And I think he drops... Uh, gun parts for a pistol, and gun parts for a shotgun. And I only found that out years later after the game came out. That's why I started playing on our road. But that was... It still had the tank controls, but it was the first game that introduced that whole, you know, quick selection shit. And it was also the first Resident Evil game where you could actually do, like, a, a dodge roll. Which, if you timed it right, which a lot of times didn't fucking work, but it came in handy. Especially when you had to fight that big bastard in the... Uh, in the, um, in the in the in courtyard, I forgot what building it was in, but it definitely came in handy. Hmm. See now, um,
0: with me, it's taken a while to start this um, this preparation for the race because, as you know, for my gaming channel, I'm playing one, two, and three for the first time, and that also Raymond wants to be a part of those because because he's um, a big fan of Resident Evil, mm-hmm. so he wants to see my reaction. Which with Um, my first the first game which is where I'm on I'm like I just left the the mansion I'm outside of the mansion and like I just ran into Lisa and whatnot like I feel like even though it's taken me a while to do get through it I feel like I'm doing well with it because I I've only killed one zombie I would say two but I died shortly after I killed him so it didn't count (laughs) I got I got flooded in the shark room. I, he he broke it. I was I was confused. I didn't know what to do. I yeah. kept pressing things and nothing was happening. I couldn't go back upstairs because the door was locked. And I was just like, I'm gonna die. I'm I'm going to die. There is no way around it. But now I know where I can go because I went in a shark room when I didn't need to go in there. I went in another room when I didn't need to go in there. I was just like, where do I go? It was just something I asked myself a lot during this series. Like, where am I supposed to be right now? but i wanted to mention Resident Evil 1 because like it's a great game and like it's one of the games that avoided me when i was growing up and it's actually really fun kind of terrifying but fun um from what i know you actually can dodge a lot of those fuckers and it might benefit you a lot towards the end because like apparently downed zombies you down turn into crimson heads this is only the remake or
1: this- the remaster
0: this is yeah. This is a remaster, but apparently zombies you take down turn into grim- crimson heads if you don't burn their bodies. And like you're so limited on the items you can carry, it's like impossible to carry like fluid with you all the time. If you want to like progress and shit, because like you want health, you want situations. It's like it's it's a very stri- like it's a horror game, but like you have to be really strategic with it too.
1: Yeah. Uh. The first Metal Gear Solid. Actually, technically it's not the first, so we'll go with PlayStation Metal Gear Solid. The first time I ever played that was on a demo disc. Back when my aunt used to work at Pizza Hut. For Christmas, she sent me two demo discs and like a bunch of these little Star Wars figurine things. And they were only, you could only get them at Pizza Hut. And I remember on that demo disc, it was Metal Gear Solid. It was uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, which we played the hell out of that one too. And it was a bunch of other stuff. But me and my homeboy, Andy Taylor, we played the fuck out of that Metal Gear Solid demo. Like, it was just so fucking intriguing. So, he uh, actually wanted his mom actually wound up buying it for him. And I would go over his house on the weekends a lot, stay over there for the weekends, and we played this thing all the time. All the time. I remember we got to the very last fight with uh, Metal Gear and we couldn't beat it. So one day I'm hanging out with my homeboy, Dean Walsh, and he had it. And he was showing me, you know, he told me a little trick on how to beat it. So we did it and it worked. And we wanted to beating the game. And after being stuck on Rex for like a month, we finally beat it. And so when I finally got it myself, I would, um, I played it all the time non-stop of play. Like, I, I did a speed run of it one time and beat it in like two and a half hours.
0: Isn't that like so fun when like you love a game so much and you play it and like try to get through it as fast as you can? Yep. I was thinking about, um, I was thinking about like getting a little speed runs of like Super Mario Odyssey because it's so fun you can get through it so fast. Yeah. But, um, sticking to the Metal Gear series real quick, um, Metal Gear 3 is a game I had for PlayStation 2. Great Metal game. Gear Solid 3. Great game. Here's my problem with Metal Gear Solid Three, right? I I liked it. I liked all the fights. I liked um, liked fighting the sniper who like suddenly arrives from the dead. Fucking old ass freak and moves. The speed of sound. Apparently, mm-hmm. one minute he's on a mountain, the next minute he's right behind you stealthily. I'm like, how the fuck do you move that? You just you just woke up. You was in a wheelchair. Oh oh, what the hell was his name? The end. Yeah, the end. The end. Right. My game glitched. This is this this was my problem with the game. My game glitched. The fear, I think he was, the guy the the guy that's like you're in a river and you're walking yeah. down the river. You know how you're supposed to beat him, right? So you take the you take the death pill so he thinks you're dead and then you take the revive pill so you like come up. My game never let me take the revive pill. I just kept dying and dying and dying and dying. I could never take the pill. I was just like, I know how to do it. I know what I need to do. It just won't let me do it.
1: That's back in the day where if your game was fucked, it was just fucked. There was no update. You were just screwed. I just couldn't do it.
0: I couldn't beat it. I liked the game. I was having fun with it. I just couldn't beat it because
1: I don't know how to take pills. Um... Another one of mine is Mike Tyson's Punch Out for the original Nintendo. I can't tell you how many hours I've logged playing that game. That is probably my favorite game, favorite game of all time. Love Mike Tyson Punch Out. Hmm. Only ever got to him a couple times. I think I might have beat him once. Like one punch, this motherfucker would put you down on your ass. But that game was so much fun. I, I, I. I I know a lot of people probably never heard of the game. Or if they did, they can't... They did not understand why it was so much fun. But I think that was the first video game I ever played. Was Mike Tyson Punch-Out. And that shit was... Man, it was just... It was... I can't explain it. It was just so much fun. Like, every single person had their quirks where there was ways to beat them. Like, I forgot what this one guy's name was. But he had the long head... And once he missed the one move, you just kept hitting him left and right, left and right the whole time. You put him down. There was another guy. Uh, the only way to put him down is if you hit him in the big X on his belly button. Uh, it, great game, man. It was it was such a fucking great game. Uh, I wish, I wish there was a way I can play it. I really, I still have my original Nintendo. I need to go find Mike Tyson Punch Out.
0: Yeah, it's probably expensive as hell. Probably. So let me see a Nintendo game that I played a lot growing up. Uh, besides the obvious Super Mario sixty four, I won't do sixty four even though it's a good game, really good game, because I didn't own in any way, shape, or form the sixty four Mario sixty four. So um, one game we did own in the house because we had a GameCube was Super Mario Sunshine. I think I've heard of it. It was the it was the one where like the stars had little balls at the end of them and he had the water machine on his back. I never played it, but I've, I've heard of it. Before. So, it was a fun game. It was funny because the main villain in that I mean, you face Bowser at the end, but like it was Bowser Jr that was causing you the most fucking grief during yeah. the game. He had this special mask that turned him into like a shadowy Mario and he was like Doing, committing crimes as Mario. So, like, the, as soon as Mario got on this island, which he was supposed to be on vacation, they locked this ass up. And you get this long-ass cutscene where this machine is just talking to you about something that does not matter. Just let me out this fucking prison because you can't skip the cutscene. <laughs> you know how frustrating it is, guys, to play a game with no memory card? Back in the day?
1: Yes. One time, I beat Grand Theft Auto 3. I literally played it all day. That's a day. good game. Played it all day. Not, did not have a memory card. So I left it on pause. And I ran to the store with my stepmom. Came back. My dad cut the game off. I lost my mind. I lost... It just took me all day to beat this game. I finally get it all done. I'm like, alright, now I got like maybe five, six hours before I got to go to bed. Alright, let me just... Fuck around. Fuck around. I came back. He cut it off. I lost my mind. I was like, I can't... I didn't get... First, I never yelled at my dad, my dad, I'm scared to death of my dad, even to this day, but back then, I walked into my room and that shit was off, my dad was like, oh yeah, you left your game on, man, I turned it off for you, I was like, alright, thanks, I closed the door, I was almost in tears, I almost cried, I was so fucking mad,
0: <laughs> you know what I pictured, yeah, you remember that when Riley was like when they stole his bike? Yeah. <laughs> That's what
1: I picture. <laughs> That's basically what I did. And I and I and I know, you know, we're coming from an era where you didn't need a memory card so I don't think my dad knew. But I was heartbroken. <laughs> I was so fucking mad, man. Uh I forgot how I got my first memory card. I think I stole it, but you know, that shit happened. <laughs> huh. Oh wait, wait, wait! Keep keep on, keep on. Uh... What's another game? Um... Oh, can you give me some more two-star, please?
0: Oh, this isn't for me,
1: but yeah, I got you. Um... What's another game? I'd probably go with the first Gears of War. Yo. <laughs> the first Gears of War, it was nothing like... I so, Like I The only thing I knew about Gears of War was the trailer they played. I, I didn't know what the game was about. I didn't know anything. So, I didn't mm-hmm. know anything about this game. So when... You first start off, and you got the shotgun, and you blow them motherfuckers to bits. And <laughs> you fucking got this chainsaw assault rifle. I was hooked. That I played Gears of War so much, at one point I was ranked 10,000 in the world. And what makes it, that game also memorable is because uh, I just got laid off from the casino, because they closed my casino. Um, I broke my foot playing football. So I basically couldn't go anywhere. I moved back to my mom's house. I was on unemployment. So I asked my mom if we can get the internet. And I paid for the internet. And that was the first time I ever joined a clan. Like I was just... I couldn't sleep one night because my foot was throbbing. So I jumped on. It's like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. And I'm searching just for a room to jump in. And I remember I jumped in this room that this dude Bad Boy 702 was hosting. It was him... This girl star and this dude renegade weapon. I didn't talk on the mic. I had the mic on, but I wasn't talking. I was just I was just listening to these motherfuckers play, and I was I just started playing online, so I, I wasn't good at all. And I remember we played until about five six o'clock in the morning. They got me out of my shell. I started talking to these guys. Uh, I went. I probably slept like maybe three four hours. Jumped back online. They were all online. We played for probably another two, three days, and they were like, "Yo, we should start a clan." So we started this clan called True Fam. One of the uh, one of the original founding members, and yeah, man, we we went hard for almost a year, and our little clan grew from just us four to like fifty people. So I was meeting new people, uh making different kind of connections and relationships and shit. Like, I remember I met this one dude who was Bad Boy's cousin who uh worked at a was having a conversation with him until I was like, "Yo, man, you know, I really want to get a low rider." And Blase, blah, blah. He's like, "Yo, I work I work at an auto mechanic shop out in LA." Said, like, "Yo, I'll sell you one dirt fucking cheap. We got them on the line. I'll hook you up." Uh, yeah, man, I've, I've met a lot of cool people, man, just, it, it was fun, right. Gears, the first Gears of the World was really fun. So before I mention another
0: game, I said this wasn't for me, you know who this is for? Who? Fucking Sean, how's this for a dry ass table? Man, take that, Sean, <laughs> okay, no, fucking I got you. I got it, I got it, I got it, you know, just making, making a point here, making a point here, I don't need to drink to have fun, fuck you mean. I do. Nah, he probably <laughs> he probably won't even watch this. Probably not. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna have to tell him like you need to watch episode three part two, get towards like the middle ish, and listen to what I have to say.
1: Speaking of which, the homie had uh <laughs> had surgery on his nose, so hopefully he's feeling better. His mouth works, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh yeah, that ain't never gonna
0: stop. Really. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna mention a newer game. I'm gonna mention a newer game that but not too new it was like one of the first playstation 4 games I got cause I didn't have playstation 3 uh infamous infamous second son that was the name of the game I had so much fun with that game bro like I played it a lot like I played it on normal I played it on easy I played it on hard I played it good bad I I platinum that game I had fun with it so I, I love any game that lets you fly, mm-hmm. even if it's like momentarily. Like if you can keep it indefinite, it like if you're good enough, I love almost any game that lets you fly. I don't care what game it is. If I can fly in it, more often than not, I'm flying around doing nothing for at least 10 minutes. Um,
1: Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas may be the greatest game of all time. Debatable, yes. May It may be. In my opinion, it is the greatest game of all time. The greatest game of PlayStation 2 era of all time. To this day, it still
0: has one of the annoying, most annoying missions I've ever done oh, in my yeah, life. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But they were different. The fucking train mission, bro. That was extremely annoying. I hated that mission. And you know what? I hated about it. Listening to
1: smoke, say the train over and over again. Uh, the RC missions, but well, with the plane and shit, that wasn't super annoying.
0: They were, they were, they were. Um, spoiler: alert, I never actually beat the game. Oh my god! I didn't own it. I didn't own it. So like, I get on and I like kill people and like, I, I at one point I kept doing the cheat for like weapons and shit and like I made a trail of C4 around like a block and like anytime cops called on me and like just did the cheat code for the cops to get off and I like, kept making the trail of C4 and I like watched this whole block light up when I was done.
1: You do know they sell the re- uh, the remaster version of PlayStation 4, right? I bought it. Play it.
0: I tried. Yeah. You know what happened? Another game came out.
1: <laughs> like, Grand Theft Auto 3 you could do or, or San Andreas you basically do anything. Mm-hmm. You could go to the casino and gamble. You could own, you could buy houses. You could, uh, was it this one where the Yo, business i I own so many houses and cars. I don't, could, and could you buy businesses in that one?
0: In San Andreas? I don't think you can. I think, no, you, I think
1: you've been influenced by lives yes. too much. But you could like, no, 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 because there was one, oh, it was uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City where you actually bought businesses, did a couple missions, and they would earn money. So, There was like a little thing in the front of the business. You drive up and collect the money. All I did in Vice City, bro, I'm going to tell you right now, because I didn't own that either.
0: All I did in Vice City was like steal the fastest car or fastest bike I can see and look for jumps.
1: I did that a lot too. Yeah. I did that a lot too. I was
0: like, where's the biggest jump I can do right now? (laughs) But yeah, San Andreas,
1: man. oh my, Three different cities. All open world. You can basically do whatever the fuck you want to do. You could go to the gym and work out. You can learn new fighting moves. Yo, you can get fat. You can get you can, buff. Yeah. You ever put in the flying car cheat? No. I I stopped putting cheese in GTA when I found out you could never truly 100% the game if you use cheese. So I stopped using cheese. It's like advanced. Like I'm They knew how to do that. But,
0: so, you want to hear a funny story about the flying car cheat? Yeah. So, you actually, like, you've already done it. If you go, if you leave the city, Start off and go like around like the sandy area where the base is you automatically get like oh yeah area 51 four stars on you now <laughs> I had the flying car G I was just flying around and flew over it I got cops on me no fucking big deal I turned around bro there was a fucking flying tank behind me shooting oh, shit. Yo, there was like 10 vehicles just trying to catch me in air and like when I got did the, the cheat code to get cops off me, like I'm just driving and like out of nowhere a fucking cop car would just start flying into the air. It was just like, but yeah, man, that <sighs> what the fuck did I that do?
1: game like said so you had Area Fifty One. You could go to San Francisco, uh, L.A., Las Vegas. Oh uh, my god, you can go on, you can get girlfriends, you can go on dates, you can go out dancing. All right, let's be honest. We know what kind of dates we were going on. Inside. Yeah, no doubt. You take on the date, the date successful. you
0: got to use a pussy. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And then you kill it and get your money back.
1: No, not your girlfriend.
0: The girlfriend? You get girlfriends out of that game? Yeah. No, I was just picking up pokers, bro.
1: Yeah, now you get girlfriend.
0: You know, you pull up, honk the horn, beep beep. Hey, puppy. Well, yeah, you can get you can That get nasty ass G-string.
1: But also, I think it was a first I may I may be wrong about this because I don't I don't remember Vice City. I haven't played Vice City since San Andreas came out, but I think it was the first GTA where you can actually go and buy clothes and customize the way your guy looked. You can get tattoos. You could buy jewelry. You could custom the car customization was. I mean, it was all cosmetic. But yo, I used to get you know because you was on grocery and your street your street gang color was green. I give me a green low rider With some white walls The gold uh, dollar sign uh, Rims And put some hydraulics On that bitch She could tell me nothing
0: Nah I like I like a lot of the things You can do in 5 online With the businesses And things like that I Yeah not like all the Fucking trolls
1: Um
0: <sighs> So another Another memorable game Another memorable series Um God of War God of War. You know, you know people, there are people out there who don't think God of War has a story?
1: I mean, it's a very thin story, but... Like, at all. I mean, you know, it, like, there's it, no story to it at all. Yeah, it's a story. What drew me to God of War is, I don't want to say I'm a history buff, but I do enjoy history. The Greek mythology, that's what you you in? Yeah, like, like, I like, always... But that's exciting. True. In school, they didn't, they didn't, well,
0: they didn't teach me about Greek mythology. It's just, taught me about World War, War I and the Civil War, things
1: like that repeatedly. Ch- I never even... They, still don't know. they talked about, like, ancient Greece and shit when I was in school, but it wasn't something I to spent too much time on, like, especially the Greek gods and shit. Like, that's, that's kind of shit always fascinated me. So to see someone's, someone's interpretation of what that god is on screen, to me, was crazy. So, yeah, definitely love God of War.
0: Uh, I love the new one.
1: The one that came out for PS4? I actually... Yeah, because now they're moving into the Norse mythology, which I I didn't know there was a Norse mythology. Oh, you didn't know that's where uh, Thor is from? Nah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know about that shit until this God of War came out. Like, I've heard of Thor before, and... Uh... And you knew he was like a demigod and things like that, right? Yeah, I knew it was a God of Thunder, but I didn't know anything about, like, Odin and Loki, and I didn't know anything about that shit. Because the only thing we ever learned was Greek mythology, not, like, the Egyptian gods and shit.
0: Just, yeah, there's a... And, like, the God of War is supposed to, like, enter the other mythologies after they're done with the Norse mythology. So yeah, basically,
1: I, I'm super fucking excited. I can't wait.
0: Yeah, yeah, Um, But, like... So, a lot of people think that... um, because the way the way the last the first game ends, it shows that Kratos dies and Atreus is like his snake is like around him and whatnot, right? In mm-hmm. the in the caption, which everything that the mom has predicted for their journey, when you realize in the end that like her handprints, those yeah. are those are her laying out their entire journey for them. Yeah. So she saw all this coming and she predicted his death. Now I'm just wondering if she know that Kratos has died multiple times And that nigga just doesn't stay dead <laughs> This man has gone to hell
1: Yeah, basically uh, NBA 2K16
0: That was probably the best one they've made The last I, best 2K they've made
1: I think NBA 2K16 is the best 2K they've ever made 19 is right behind I really like 19
0: 19, compared to twenty, bro. Um, twenty is terrible. Twenty is terrible. 8,
1: Eighteen was it was too easy. Seventeen was booty butt cheeks.
0: But you know, as bad as two K twenty for NBA is, it's not worse than WWE two K twenty. Which um, I don't know if any of you guys know. When the year twenty twenty actually hit in the game registers that it's the year twenty twenty. WWE two K twenty breaks. And you can't play it.
1: That's the thing. But I liked. NBA 2K16 because I just like when it first came out it had its issues but the more they updated it the better it got and to me it was just like the my player was it was great like you could
0: here's my here's my thing with things like that not to interrupt you here's my things with things like that though like you okay do you think 2K is rushing to put out games too much because they want to get out a game for each th- each series
1: they're doing once a year? No, I don't think it's that. I think what it is, I mean, it could be ex- part part of it could be that because how are they not finding these things before? But you also got to look at it this way: it's basically just copy copy and paste.
0: It is, but like my thing is, if you're like copy and pasting, so you're not doing much. Mm-hmm. You have your basis of a game. You're just adding new um. New what what was what, what I'm looking for? New methods of playing new um mechanics new mechanics yeah new mechanics So you're throwing on new mechanics onto a copied game updating the graphics blah 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 you know that might not be too hard you just have to like replace the IP you already have
1: mm-hmm.
0: Whatever so amount of time you have you still have the rest of the year to play test this game How are you not Encountering these problems, what makes them think after a, whatever time of play testing, VC is too hard? And what makes them not think that VC is too hard to get?
1: Well, well, now 2K has become like really grindy now. But from what from what I understand, they don't have anyone testing their games. They don't. That's a problem. And the thing with 2K is it's all about getting you to buy VC, like in. Sixteen, you didn't have to pay for shots, you didn't have to pay for crossovers, like you like or like dribble moves. You didn't have to pay for any of that shit. I don't even think you had. I don't remember if you had to pay for dunks or not. I'm not sure. No, you kind of just had it. Yeah, you just go in, you select what you want, and boom, you're good. I think once they got to seventeen, you had to start paying for that stuff. So now they're just finding little ways to nickel and dime you. Like in eighteen, you had to pay for haircuts, Mm -hmm. but you couldn't preview it you, yeah, had, to, you yeah. had to pay for facial hair, but I don't think you
0: could you could preview it. So, like, here's my thing with what they've been doing with two K. I don't mind that your player can't be like good at everything, great at everything. I do. No, no, I don't. I don't mind that at all. Um, it 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 um it forces a almost a realistic dynamic because even the best player, LeBron. Has something he can't do, you know what I mean?
1: Well, my my problem with it is, it's this: uh, you're a glorified role player. That's all it is. You're like you're trying to build a superstar, but you're just a glorified, you're just a glorified role role player. Like I said one time, I copied all my stats from from uh, I think I was um, NBA Two K seventeen. I copied all my stats. What my stats would be if I got to 99 overall. I created that same guy just to see what his overall would be. And it was like an 80. No. Like, I I understand, like, a point guard obviously is not going to be good at rebounding and and shit like that. But, um, I feel like the whole archetype, um, the whole archetype system, just, it holds you back. So, like, it's okay to have An archetype system. So, if your guy is a slasher, right? Why can't my dunking be at a 99? Why can't my layups be at a 99? But my shooting is going to be lower tier. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, LeBron. Right. There is certain shit that he's not good at. He's he's 6'8", and he's fast. Yeah. If I make a 6'8", small forward in 2K, the fastest he's ever going to be is probably 75.
0: No, no, yeah, yeah. If you match... Like if you make a character that like matches LeBron physically, there should be no reason why you can't match his stats.
1: Yeah, like I, and the the reason why they do it that way is because they wanted to break into esports, which they did with was it nineteen? They did it. It was either eighteen or nineteen. Was the first time they had the. It was nineteen eighteen when they did when they first had the esports. So I see why they instituted the. Um, why they instituted the uh the archetype system. And don't get me wrong, the archetype system it's it's not bad, it's just I feel like it, it almost
0: doesn't feel like it works sometimes though. Like if you you make a three point shooter, like a pure shooting three point player, and then you have a fucking uh slasher with a lower rating
1: out shooting you on the three point line. Yeah, like this I don't, I don't know. And then in two K twenty, they they changed up the dribbling, like, it, like they, it seems like in now in two K they they're only catering to shooters. Like I'm not, I'm no dribble guy myself. I know how to, I know how to get myself open and how to create my own shots. I know how to do that, but by no means am I a dribble guy. But, it sucks, fucking. Now they all these updates that they do, they just—it's solely to help out shooters. It's solely to help out shooters. I think I I think it's stupid. I said I like two K sixteen. It was basically, are you are you uh, outside guy or inside guy? Right. So even if I picked the outside guy, I could still get to the basket and finish. Mm -hmm. I'm eighty six speed. It's not bad. And by no means do I have burners, but I played damn good defense in that game. Like you can outrun, you can outrun most people. Yeah, yeah. So I played damn good defense. So if you came, so you came down trying to do all that wild, crazy dribbling shit, I'm snatching the ball out your hand every fucking time. Yeah. So it's happened to me. He's done it to me. So, <laughs> yeah. To me, in my opinion, two K sixteen was is the best two K of all time. That's just my opinion. Um. Yeah, then every year, man, 2K, they, they they take out more and more game modes. Now they're more focused on the my, on the, um, not my player, my team aspect. With the cards. Yeah, so. Which, you
0: know, it, it's kind of like, everyone likes pack of reels. Everyone likes pack openings, things like that. Just like to see what you get, things like that. It's like, even, even when, like, it wasn't in a game, you get a pack of cards and you're just like, oh my God, what'd I get?
1: Yeah, but. I mean, yo, the way they nickel and dime you Which You know what? I'm going to touch on this real quick because it's something that has been bothering me as someone who has been playing games for, what, going on 29 years? Microtransactions? I get you want to make money off your game. I, I, I understand that. Microtransactions, in my opinion, should be for purely cosmetic shit, shit that you don't necessarily need. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not something that could break potentially break the fucking game. I mean, it's bad enough that like we have to pay for like planned content on a game. Yeah, like because old games
0: came for, like the entire game.
1: base I, I give a perfect example, right? The first Division. This game was hyped. They had me. I don't like Tom Clancy games at all, but when I heard about the Division, like I think they talked about it for almost two, three years. After it was first announced. And I was hooked. It was a looter shooter. Uh, I kept reading about it. I was like, yo, this game is going to be good. I played it. I loved the game. I love. I I did everything you could in that game. I beat all the side missions. All the story missions. Found all the collectible items and shit. Once you beat the game, there's nothing to do. Except going to the dark zone. That is it. And a lot of... and I mean... The Dark Zone, yeah, don't get me wrong, it has its fun moments. Like, you know, you never know when someone's going to turn rogue and shit like that. But it's like so that. repetitive. It absolutely, after after doing that for like two months, I was like, this is fucking boring. But then in order to get the other shit, you have to pay for it. Whereas back in the day, like a PlayStation 2 era. Well, that's that's they, just the thing. Because like ga- a lot of games these days, they have no replay value. No. Like, if that game would have came out of the PlayStation 2 era... You would have had underground survival And I forgot what the What the PVP mode was I forgot what it was All that shit would have came together Yeah Okay So Why couldn't you have all that Come with the game And then Then you do like Your little cosmetic shit You know what I mean Like clothes And and different types of paint And shit like that First of all You put out underground Which only had like Four different variations Of fucking missions It was just different multipliers You could put on that got old really quick. Uh, the PvP mode, which I can't remember what it was, that was fucking stupid. Because at the time, now we're going up against PC players, mm-hmm. where they literally just have to point and click, where they can keep the they can keep the mouse cursor on you the whole time and shoot, while you're trying to dance. But you can't do the same against them, so you're already at a disadvantage. The best game mode for that for that game was survival. The absolute best game.
0: Now, I'm going to touch on that. And I'm going to I'm gonna do a hot take on why DLC is probably so popular now. But I'm going to do it in the next part. Because i got to wrap this part up. Okay. So, um, that's going to do it for part two of episode three, guys. Thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed, like, comment, and subscribe. And we're going to catch you in part three. See ya.